Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I always love, I always love changes in, in my job business, especially when I got into radio mm-hmm. and, uh, over at WRKO and Intercom proper when I started in 2004 and then and then WRKO and we had so much there was always drama going on at that time uh the Sox were just you know doing well and they were the first year I was there was the first year they won the World Series and uh and they flipped at some point they flipped the the uh fun adult contemporary station the uh Star 93.7 they flipped that and it was crazy. We were at like Mike some FM. Mike to Mike FM. That's right. We were there at some crazy. Uh, yeah, they brought us all to a hotel. They put the start in ninety three point seven people in one function room and the rest of us in another one. They all were fired while <laughs> we were having a celebration. <laughs> the and, launch party. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And one guy stayed behind for Mike FM. It's funny. You know, have you ever heard of Fast Freddy? Mm-mm. Uh, Fast, Fast Freddy, I can't remember his name. He's got a gig now too with one of the Kiss One Away or whatever. One of the whatever's left, he's there. Mm-hmm. He was a production guy, on air guy. He was a good guy. Uh, Freddie Murphy, uh, and uh, he uh, they needed one person to do some of the image branding for the new station and to try to tell old listeners to stay. Yeah, and and check it out. Your friendly voice, a familiar voice. Mm-hmm. So they give him gave him all the scripts a week before or so. So he knew the whole time. So he knew, and those were all his friends. Ooh. So it's very. It's and a, he didn't leak it. I don't think he did. And they were. I, I remember seeing like some kind of scene happen. Um, but it, it was it was crazy, and I was the um receptionist at the time. So of course I took all the angry phone calls and. It had a huge stars nineteen point seven had a huge gay following, so I was being like oh. absolutely torn asunder by all of these gay people. It's neither here nor there, but I was like, it was it was just one interaction after another, giving mm-hmm. me like giving me the business, the receptionist. It was a crazy time. I had all sorts of people. I, I, as a matter of fact, you know what I found? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I found it was a notebook I used to use, 
that I used to remember people's names because you know when I went there I wanted to be the perfect receptionist as it were and um so I wrote down everybody's name as I met them and wrote to myself who they looked like in Hollywood or something so I'd remember and it worked it was good mm-hmm. but I also would use this notebook to and at some point I'll get it to write uh notes from callers because I'd have to pass along messages to management or whatever and I saw the notebook of a month ago or two months ago and there was a a detailed complaint slamming John Dennis and Jerry Callahan. Hmm. So that's funny. Um, but anyway, so, you know, people would come and go and get fired and not. And like, I've said this before that I would not, the goal, my goal was to get out of being a receptionist and get into programming. Of course, that's what they suspect everybody wants, especially somebody. Because most of them do. Of course. Unless, like, <laughs> you want to be, you want to be the person. <laughs> so, so, so that was my goal. So I had to <clears throat> try to. Get over there. So I'd talk, I would talk, this is how I met Todd Feinberg and all the other people. I talked to all the hosts as they came in and I'd listen to our RKO. And obviously I tried to make, do favors for Howie and whatever. And I'd deliver paper to the, to the people in the control room where they didn't need paper, but they were like, they'd appreciate the gesture, but I just wanted to get in the control room. To, mm-hmm. to, my key card worked in there and it was like incredible. Oh my God, this is where they do all the radio. <clears throat> um, But... So I remember, like, at one time, they were intrigued. The RKO brass would walk around, and they were intrigued that I was a, a guy, a young guy, only 31 or whatever, and listening to AM radio. So they liked yeah. that. They wanted to know why. And so they'd ask questions. The hosts would ask me questions, like, what are you listening to? Why do you like this? Why do you like this? I was a one-man poll for them. Right, because they were trying to figure out how to get younger listeners, right. I assume. <clears throat> exactly. Um and 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 I'd have these long conversations with Todd Feinberg when I we barely mm-hmm. knew each other, and uh, and then um, so they had uh, somebody at that point I kind of befriended or the executive producer Rich Carberry who's now with Newsmax, mm-hmm. and we would talk about politics and and this and that and he was a funny guy, Rich, very dry sense of humor. He'd come over and talk because I was somebody essentially around his age, but Rich was a great guy. And one time, we had somebody doing work for the for the website, and the uh, guy who was doing he was essentially had made a table and put pot uh, put uh, blogs inside the table, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, like I said, he went missing because he had killed his wife. He had poisoned his wife, and he's in jail now. And so anyway, they needed somebody to fix all the tables, and I just so happened to have just completed a web design and development certificate at bu mm-hmm. and so i'm i was mr table like i was good <laughs> yeah. at html 4.01 or whatever and i could do tables like nobody's business <clears throat> so i started to help them with stuff mm-hmm. and after i started to help them with stuff they felt that they were getting away with something because they could circumvent having to farm out all of this at work mm-hmm. and they weren't paying me so the deal was since i was helping them with stuff Rich asked what I wanted to do, and I told him. I, I said the unsayable, that I'd love to be a producer. And he said, okay, Carver. And he put me on over, some overnights on the weekends, which was uh, the biggest thing in the world, obviously. So thrilled. I'm in there. I got in, you know? <clears throat> and then, and so you learned to run the board. It, you know, I was not a natural. But it's, 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 it's if you were in love with radio, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Alice. It's not exactly like, but it's kind of like you, like, gaining entrance into some of the most sacred sites of the Orthodox Church. This was, it, it's a, it's, I get it. With me. It's a, I get it. So this was like 
incredible that I got to press the button that sends up the volume for coast to coast mm-hmm. and overnights and the weekends and 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 then the morning hosts would come in and <clears throat> work with you and shoot the breeze and all these guys who I'd love like Pat Whitley and Mo Lazier or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whitley would come in and shoot the breeze with the me and the other producer and like tell like off color jokes and like oh I can't believe I'm joking about women's breasts with Pat Whitley and these all these other people. This is believe me. And, and all of the other hosts were great. And then we saw this. You'd, you'd meet all the sports hosts, like uh, Mustard and Johnson, the, the EI guys. And so that was on the weekends. And it, eventually, what happened was when the radio, when the Celtics got, this is as I remember, when the Celtics came back to RKO, Rich Carborough, who was the executive producer, um, uh, leaked it to the Globe because he wanted to blow up the deal or something because he hated the idea of the Celtics being on RKO. Somebody found out about him, and just one morning, bang, Carberry's gone. I saw him walk in, and then he was disappeared. Hmm. He said, sorry, Tom, whatever, Twitch is gone. And then his boss, a guy named Mike Elder, was going down to Fox News Radio, so yeah. he was leaving. And Mike said, I only have a month here. Tom, I've asked the accounting people. They said, you can help us out for a little bit in Arkea. I said, okay, I'll, I'll help you out for a little bit. Of course, I was thrilled I, to get over there, do administrative stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to go. And then, and, then, um, and then Mike left, uh, Elder left, and I was doing all the day-to-day work there in the big product uh, PD's office, program director's office. Unbelievable. A year earlier, I had been applying to be a receptionist. Now I was running the day-to-day. I didn't know how to broadcast, know anything about traffic and continuity, know anything other than common sense things. You know. Well, right, and if you listen to a lot of radio <clears throat> and you're not dumb, do you have a little bit of an echo on me right now? Just curious. Um, but uh, you notice stuff, like you notice that they always take the breaks at the same times and you notice that things like live reads exist and other stuff because I'm always surprised like but there's a whole bunch of people who like don't notice things or like right. realize that stuff is fake or planned or whatever right like so it's always interesting to me when I talk to somebody and they're like oh you know Manny in the morning is always mentioning how they really like this dog food and I'm like that's like an ad like somebody paid for that they got paid to do that and they're like really you think so and like right. you think they just organically were saying like all these talking points that sound the same every they bring up the same six points about why they love the dog food every time they bring it up they're like oh I never you know but they, if you listen to a lot of radio then you notice things like that anyway so you're already like kind of ahead of the game yes no, absolutely, and I had good intentions, and I had, and I, I was w- widely popular at the beginning. That all went downhill as soon as I got. Anyway, I got sucked over there full time, and and, and that, that was my foray, foray into programming. Mm-hmm. So all this stuff happened, all the drama around it. One guy going to Fox News, the other guy getting busted for espionage, and all the, and it was all sorts of crazy stuff. And I, so I, I just loved all that stuff, and I, and I was always excited about it, even when. It was my own stuff. Yes, Even- Tommy in New Hampshire says the War of the Roses. That's true. <coughs> I just listened to all those on old KMS. Where they have those things that they would do oh, yes. on like Carson and Kennedy. Yes, yes, and, yes. and a ton of other shows with those actors. Those were hilarious. Those were awesome. I missed mm-hmm. that that part of KMS when they were getting going. I wish I'd grab more of that stuff. Those were great. Um, So so like even when like I went over to W. TKK in 96.9 and I mm-hmm. got fired I, I found the whole process exciting as hell it's like oh my goodness so I'm going here and then I have to go down to see Bob in accounting it literally was Bob in accounting 
and he gives me a check or something, and then I go here, and then I can have access to email for this. I've always found the process exciting. You remember that when I get fired. I was yeah, like, you oh. were thrilled. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but uh, so that brings us to WEI um, today. Yeah, that was great. And I was pregnant and had to pick up a second job, and you threw yourself a birthday party in which you made me go stay in a hotel with Sally. Hey, can you tell yeah. Sally, ask Sally if she can let the dog out? Um, so, okay. If you need to, Sally, you can chuck a piece of that steak bone outside for her to follow it. So, um, so that brings us to EEI today and they Mm -hmm. had a shake up there today. I don't really know what's going on. That's my company. Obviously it's both Odyssey companies. Um, um, I can say this first. I want to play the, uh, Lou Merloni. He was like, oh, apparently Mike McNansky was too, Hmm. which I, I, <clears throat> I haven't. I don't think I've ever met Lou, um, and I haven't met Mike. I hear awesome things about Mike, and I have no real ever complaints about Marloni. But here's a little bit of uh, Marloni today when he was let go earlier, and it was good. I'm glad they let him say something. I'm glad yeah, because a lot of times they just yeah, disappear it, you it, for good reason. A lot of times. Well, yeah, <laughs> but um. Yeah, no, when you and Graham are fired, they fired you after your show on a Friday, right? That's right. It was it was the night before Christmas break, I think. The PM drive show, and you guys were both gonna be off for Christmas break and they But right. you guys had been hinting for like you knew Ramiro and Pebbles had been in the building. So. Well, we knew that, it, that so. almost all of the information was the format was flipping, but nobody would say anything. Yeah, yeah. And then Graham had had a talk with the with the market manager before our show who said, okay, let's talk when we get back. And the market manager did not talk when we get back. But here's Merloni from earlier today. The end of the year, my contract uh, runs out, so it will not be renewed. And I will be off this radio show. Um, So, uh, guys, I've been around this business now 15 years ago. Big O put me on the radio in 2008. And I've seen people a lot better than me kind of, you know, moving on. So, uh, to me, it's not a shock. It's not a surprise. Like I've I've seen guys better than me kind of move on. So the company, Kirk and Jerry will appreciate that. Mm. Company's going in a different direction, um, but it doesn't mean I'm actually gone in this company. So you know, I do have an opportunity, and and will probably uh, end up being able to do what I want to do, and that will probably be in the booth, continuing talking Red Sox. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's something that I've been hesitant about doing over the years, because basically you just get comfortable. You know, you get comfortable in your lifestyle, you get comfortable, you know, money, whatever it might be. And it's sort of like, eh, you know, until I have to kind of move on, like I'm good where I am. Well, it's it's something I've been dealing with and thinking about for some time. And, and now, obviously, I'm going to get an opportunity to kind of pursue that. So sometimes you just need a push in life to kind of maybe take you where you need to be. And that's what I plan on doing. So we'll see where it goes. Nothing is, you know, etched in stone right now. But hopefully for me, I'll be moving on, not on this show. But uh, continue to kind of do what I love, and that's just talking baseball. So it's something that uh, professionally I'm, I think I'm looking forward to, and I think I'm ready. Not to say I haven't had a lot of fun with you two, because it's been a blast. Who did you have say. fun with? So <clears throat> that's where the clip ends. I, I would have liked that answer, too. So I thought that it was about as fine as a goodbye statement as you could give. Yeah. No self-pity, no bitching about the industry or being victimized. Uh, or anything mm-hmm. just it's time to go which is pretty stoic and the good way to do it 
I can imagine some of the people who I've worked with in journalism in recent years would not have gone like that. Right. Absolutely. So I thought that was good the way he went. Um, I want to play one more cut. This is the this is them. Uh, the end of the year, my contract uh, runs now. out. Who worked with at the Herald, and I enjoyed working with her. She was a she was uh she was cool, <clears throat> and seemed to do a good job. Really, I mean, she had her eyes on the prize for a while. Where is this thing? Hmm. Hold on. But it's hard for me to. I veer off big time from what she says here. Sorry. From what she says here. Yeah, I'm. I'm waiting for it to start. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not. Why are you taking so long? You know why it's taking so long? Because I didn't restart my computer. Because if I do that, then the world begins again. Mm, yeah, I see. I'm okay. sorry about that. So we don't get to hear. It's like. It can grind you, you know. It can, it can, it can really grind you. And you know, people that really know me, they're like, "You're not, you know, angry at all." Like my wife would, you know. Oh, yeah, no. I think she would <laughs> rather that? have me be more angry at times. You know what I mean? And and it's, but it's, it's what the job entails. Like, hey, find this angle, find that angle, and you got to that, That's part of the discussion. It's not all made up. I still think Bill Belichick questionably should be back next year. I still don't know about that. But I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of thoughts you have that you have to find that angle, and, as you guys know, and. You guys will continue to do it, but it's not its not made up. It's just how do I get people involved? Well, and Lou, to you, like, I don't know if people have talked about this with you before, but I've never worked with somebody who prepares for an, in any broadcast role as much as you do. Like, people think that we come on here and the mics come on and we just have a conversation and throw stuff to the audience and whatever. But it really, I've seen this for you, and I feel like in the short time that we got to be together, I've learned a lot from you on this. This is a little bit full of oneself. <laughs> people think this magic just happens. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's what people... Well, especially since, wouldn't their ratings tend to indicate that they're not very good at this? Well, um, or what they think they're working di- diligently at is not totally compelling right i mean but let me let her go on but for you to do a four-hour show in the afternoon is an all-day all-night preparation and all-day all-night preparation is you should be living and breathing it it's not some special thing where you say wow well he literally and she literally gets paid to sit there and say stats that are already prefab. Right. Or that anybody opine. can go find out if they go look them up. And opine within the, what's the window called that we're allowed to speak? Overton window. Within the sports radio Overton window, which has closed a lot in the last few years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, 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 would, I, I, I don't love the speech. If you were going to get in there and raise hell every day, then we'll take the speech about how, like, how hard everybody's working, <clears throat> um, because I'm sorry, I'm not, and I like these people just fine, but there's not magic happening there. There's, there's just simply not. There's not. And when and and, and, and good for good for uh, Maloney for saying that. That's a lot better. People than him have left. A lot of people just can't. People can't 
be a fire breathing like Jerry Callahan was or, uh, you know, go in there and, you know, light himself on fire in front of people like Kirk did and risk everything every show, you mm -hmm. know, for the audience. Some people just don't have the nerve to do that and just don't have the creativity to do that. Um, so, like, I, I, I don't listen. You worked really hard is not a I, I don't think that that is a a compliment. He was a knowledge, knowledgeable guy. That's fine. In, in, in as a matter of fact, it, we knew lose limitations. I think Megan, maybe you are the one who's supposed to lift them up. Remember, <laughs> you come in there and fix all the ratings last year. Then this thing isn't so, happening. So you know, I'm eager to see what you do with Red Sox roles and baseball roles in the future because, like, nobody grinds the way that you do. Honestly, now here's another thing. It's like what she's saying right now is bad content. Yeah, it's boring content. So. And, and she probably, she doesn't want to be in trouble with management. She knows that they're oh, very sensitive today, but everybody not saying mm -hmm. anything, rocking the boat. So she's just doing bad content on purpose here to, to just be very safe, which is the problem. Honestly, honest. Like I say that, with Christian, I know that you feel the same way where like, hey, if you're off on vacation, that's a different story. You're <laughs> off, you're off, whatever. Yeah. And then sometimes you still are texting us being like, Hey, you guys should you guys should talk about this, and yeah. we're like, you should go back to the beach. Yeah. But so I, that's why ultimately, like, I'm excited to see what you do next. I'm appreciative that I've been able to see that work ethic and how much it goes into making something just sound natural and fun and engaging. But I I feel like that's something that when when you leave a show like this, nobody ever really gets to appreciate on the outside. Yeah. And, yeah. And so yeah. real quick, so if you, uh, I know a lot of people are going to want to like uh, call in. Yeah, we don't need we, that. We accept those, but I only want you, it, it has to be, it has to be somewhat funny. And if you could do it in Glenn Ordway voice, <laughs> I'd appreciate it. I, I, I miss you so much, I, and I remember when you were playing. This is going to be it. Yeah, 617-779-7937. It was we're a listen, great we're, run. We're going to be. So I think that's like, that's emblematic of the problem. Mm -hmm. You have a day today where there's special attention on you. There's no way Jerry and Kirk would have squandered that. They would have said, everybody's listening today. We're making news today. Remember, they won't let us talk to the globe? Well, the globe will quote us today, what mm -hmm. we say. Like, it's the day to make an impact. But I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I always assume with my show uh, in Connecticut, <clears throat> I assume, I've always assumed that I would be fired. I can't believe it's been this long. It's not a good sign that it's been this long. It means it's, <laughs> Nobody's it's, paying attention. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, but you know, I don't, I like my management and mm -hmm. they're not jerks to me. So like, I'm not going out there to give them. Make, yeah. For the most throw. part, you have free reign. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the you, comments I, in the chat are not kind to the quality of content that, that, that demonstrated. Um, yeah. Tommy in New Hampshire said, oof, I couldn't listen to that. Morgan said, this is terrible. Do people listen to this? And it's, you know, it's too bad to be, but first, Glenn Ordway would know how to use Christian Fourier and, and Lou Marloni. Ordway mm -hmm. just gets it. He sees the entire battlefield. He's a radio guy. And if you ask him about it, he'll tell you about it endlessly. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't think Megan does. I don't think a lot of people who get into sports, radio, and, and it's not just about her. Well, don't you think her comment at the beginning was very revealing? I know it seems like radio just happens all by itself and people just come in and talk like because she's saying that because that's what she thought and probably still thinks right. to some extent. 
And then she's like, wow, people work so hard to make the radio go. They think about what they're going to say all the time. Like, no kidding. <laughs> it's not a surprise to anybody who like is near people who are in radio. Right? Well, yeah. And that is actually, that's that's revealing because, because maybe that's the problem is that is it she you, thought it was a job where you just show up and talk? Right. And if you assume <laughs> that when you get there, everybody's going to see how special you are just from hearing your voice, it like, doesn't work like that. It, it doesn't work like that. I mean, <clears throat> I don't... Well, I, that's why everybody's podcast on the earth that everybody makes is like, it's just us, we're here, we're making a podcast. Right, You know, right. and it, they all sound just like people talking. And they're lame because that's what people think goes into yeah, it. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it's weird because there's like this proliferation of content that is terrible. What I do, I lo- you know, I love right. doing this and for all those years, but. There's more content than ever, but more of it is bad than ever. And that's, you know, it's kind of happening in radio too. And it's funny because I think part of the problem here, like, where there's so much mediocre content being produced, part of the problem is the same thing that's happening in art and in writing with the AI stuff, with these chat AIs and art AIs and stuff. Have you been following any of this discussion around around these programs? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. AIs? Yeah, yeah. This thing oh, yeah, that writes- you, yeah, they write stuff. Yeah. Or they make pictures, remember? Your cousin, your cousin's boyfriend was showing us at Thanksgiving. He has that dolly one and we were putting prompts in it and it like makes a picture of stuff. Right. So there's all this discussion because obviously this is going to like it's not going to replace quote unquote great art. Right. Right. It can't write the next great American novel, but it can write. You know, it can write as well as a Fifty Shades of Grey lady can write, oh, which really? is badly. Wow, you are torching people today. Well, I, those books are, and it's not. I mean, they're they're obviously gross too, but <laughs> <laughs> and dumb just as a concept. But I can live with dumb as a concept. Like I read the whole Twilight series because you know my little sister was reading it, and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And I watched the movies, so then I read the books. And they're bad and they're stupid, but I could get through them. But fi- the Fifty Shades of Grey, which actually started out online as a Twilight fan fiction. Really? And then they just changed the names and made it into a book because it was so popular. 
is to me at least it is unreadable <coughs> wow. it is it is like i it's the i think maybe one of the only books that i downloaded the kindle sample and like read the first two pages and was like i'm not gonna even i can't even read this it's just too badly written wow it's so it's so terribly bad and is it bad in clunkiness use of words it, it, or grammar or are the thoughts not uh, all of it really all of it, top to bottom. They're terrible. I cannot it, believe it, that woman is a gajillionaire now. Is it I can't all believe reminiscent it. of any of the um, op-eds I had to uh, edit it's from up respected there. municipal uh, Leaders. activists. Yeah, it's up there. So yeah, so these AIs can write better than bad or mediocre writers. And there's already a lot of discussion. First of all, this is going to be a nightmare for schools and cheating. Because it's not going to write you an A-plus paper because it doesn't really understand the material. Yeah. But it can write you a B paper probably. Is or it do a it C instantly? paper. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I don't even have a Wikipedia you have page, to, like, so it won't know me. Load the prompt. You have to you know, prompt it what you want, and it will spit something out. But yeah, it can write What's probably- What's it called? Can I do it now? Uh, chat GPT, I think. I don't know if you can just go in it or if you have to join or I haven't looked into it that much. But anyway, but- and and you notice even like a lot of web content now is written by AI. If you look, a lot of it is just like if you look up information on a celebrity, a lot of the websites that will pop up are just these search optimized things that have scraped other sites for data on the celebrity and sort of thrown it together using an AI into words. And you can kind of tell that they're written by stuff like that, that they're just compiling yes, yes, information. Yes. So like a ton of the content that's out there is already this junk content that's just... It, nothing creative or original is in it so but but what this is doing and you know now people are churning out books there's somebody on um twitter was showing how they had it right and uh, and the picture one illustrate a whole children's book not oh. a good children's book but a right. children's book and you can do this stuff people are already finding there's a bunch of um like like sci-fi book covers or whatever like people are doing self-published books and having these images for the covers made by these AIs and everything or quote unquote graphic artists online are selling their services and just feeding stuff into these AI generators. So because it's, it's not, how have you not done this yet? Because I don't have time to screw around with this stuff. But anyway, so, but the thing about it is, is there's going to be a proliferation of terrible content. And I do kind of wonder if the same thing will happen with audio content because things that read aloud content are getting better, if you notice, like text to speech, where you can have stuff read aloud to you by a voice. So uh, yeah, Tommy in New Hampshire says music going the same way. I bet it can be generated. I years ago, someone showed me like a program that would generate music that was like Mozart's music like classical music. So it's all, I mean, this stuff, first of all, it's going to put a lot of mid-level graphic artists and, and designers and stuff out of work. Like people who make, you know, book covers for independent writers or people who design avatars for people because all <laughs> of that is basically doable now with these, with these programs and not very well, but you're either going to pay a real, a human who's really good at it to do it, or you're going to pay the AI. So this is going to dramatically change 
like the content creation landscape. Because when you think about like this thing's a bitch. Okay, when you so think let about me tell you what we've got so far. Okay, okay. What what are you doing over there? All right, so I'm already signed up. I'm a member of this now. Okay. So who do you think I looked up? I don't know who. Who's the biggest wannabe media prostitute you know? Biggest you? Correct. <laughs> I type in Tom Shattuck, Massachusetts. You know, so I don't have a wiki page, although I mentioned in Jerry's wiki page. Okay. I am an IMDB. I have been, I am verified on Twitter. <clears throat> I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that somewhere I should be findable. Tom Shattuck, Massachusetts is what I type. Okay. Hold on. Can you feel for a second? I have to drink my tea. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about so that. So in the I, chat. Sorry that Harvey Morgan says AI can just co-host. make a pop song. They steal the real and sell you the fake. Yeah. So this stuff only exists because there's a collection of stuff to draw on. A bunch of stuff that human <laughs> beings have made out of their heads. And the machine can learn it and say like, okay, now I can do roughly the same thing. Are you ready? Tom Shattuck, Massachusetts. Tom Shattuck is a political commentator and former member of the Massachusetts Republican State Committee. <laughs> That's not true, but it's he taking a, random well, information. You, hold on. He's okay. also worked as a news anchor and radio host. I do not have further information on him as my training only goes up until 2021 and I do not have the ability to browse the internet. You don't have the ability to browse the internet? How to get that information? They feed in a bunch of stuff to it. Okay. I Then I typed in Tom Shattuck Media. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned before, Tom Shattuck is a political commentator and former member of the Massachusetts Republican State Committee. He has also worked as a news anchor and radio host. I don't have any specific information on his media career as my training only goes up to 2021. It's getting increasingly bitchy with me. So then I typed in Thomas Shattuck. Now it's exasperated. I'm sorry, but I'm not able to provide any information on a person named Thomas Shattuck as my training... Only goes up to 2021. I do not have, not have the ability to browse the internet. I may have confused this person with Tom Shattuck, <clears throat> who is a political commentator and former member of the Massachusetts Republican State Committee. Okay. But why don't you ask it if it can, like, can you write a short newspaper editorial <clears throat> in a tabloid style about why Trump shouldn't be the Republican nominee, for example? In a tabloid style. Something like that. Like, give it a task, right? Trump should not be. I don't know how much politics it does because I know they try to make it neutral, but we'll see. Sure, here's a hypothetical editorial in a tabloid style about why Donald Trump should not be the Republican nominee. Donald Trump is a disaster and should not be the Republican nominee for president. First of all, he has no political experience (laughs) and no idea what he's doing. His policies are all over the place and he has no coherent plan to fix the country's problems. Secondly, Trump is a total loose cannon. But do you see what I mean? This can write (laughs) as well as a lot of humans. Actually, yes. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is all rubbish given it is rubbish it's junk but a lot of what people write is rubbish and junk and when you think about the type of content that like websites are trying to create and how little they want to pay people it's much easier to do this is it not yes and it's a nightmare for like schools because it used to be that if somebody stole an essay offline or something that the professor could then go search it and find 
the writing, but they're, I mean, they're going to have to retrain all their, everybody to like look for the hallmarks of AI stuff and figure it out. You know? Was Lee Harvey Oswald the lone shooter of JFK? Okay. Lee Harvey Oswald was a man who was arrested and charged with the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. However, the exact details of the assassination, including whether Oswald acted alone or as part of a larger conspiracy, are still the subject of much debate and speculation. It's like an assassination denier to me. Mm. So, but it's not a person, though. You know that, right? <laughs> it's not really there. Um, anyway, so, but the same thing is happening with the art. This can, it, it's noticeably worse art than really good art, but it can do a lot of stuff that mediocre artists can do. And it's creating a problem. So these problems with, content creation yes. that everybody's having are not going to go away and they're only going to accelerate and get worse. And if you're able to, that's just generating words. There's already things that can read aloud words in a voice, like your GPS can read it aloud in someone's voice or whatever. So, I mean, like, what about the people who read aloud audiobooks? How quickly can they be put out of work by that, right? It's much, much, much cheaper to have a really good voice do it than it is to, you know, to pay a human being. And so a lot of this sort of grunt creative work is going to get driven out of the market. But that's but that's what you're seeing in like every creative I, this, this content creation industry. It's not a person. Yes, it's not he, it real. is a person. And he's a jerk. It's not real. <clears throat> Are you real? I am a large language model trained by OpenAI. I am not a real person, but I have been designed to... Only a real person would answer like that. This is a real person. Okay. Okay. Anyway, but this has been... A lot of people are talking about this right now because the this has advanced... And the artwork stuff has advanced a lot in a very short amount of time. And, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. Bad news for you, Alice. What's bad news for me? Your buddy... My buddy? Sam Bankman-Fried was arrested in the Bahamas. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> I just don't know. Poor guy. As a matter of fact, I'm glad you mentioned that, Alice, because was Sam Bank? It doesn't know anything past 2021. Can you leave it alone? Uh, this is not... We're trying to do a show here. Hello? We are? Yes. Hold on. We're are done we playing with the AI. to do a show here? <laughs> Cut it out. <coughs> I was just trying to raise the point about this thing and mm. point out to you that that AI is now better at things than a lot of mediocre people. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's not going to come up with a creative idea for a column, but like... Are you going to be sitting here with AI in a month? <laughs> I'm going to talk to... My co-host. Just going to talk to an AI version of you and it's going to be that much easier for everybody to deal with. Um but yeah, I I think it's interesting what's happening to all kinds of media right now. You know, I I mean, like I think newspapers are screwed. Obviously, you think <laughs> <laughs> newspapers are done. Um, but not just newspapers. This means that potentially, like online writing, is done for a lot of people too. Mm-hmm. Right. Or at least that it's going to change significantly, because imagine, for example, 
Imagine how much easier your process would be. Remember at the Herald where you were writing an editorial every single day? Mm-hmm. If you could feed the idea for the editorial into that, have it spit out 500 words, whatever, and now you just take that, what it spit out, and edit it into something. It's not going to be as good as if a, a good writer really wrote it, but it's going to be okay. Well, I mean, can you coach it? Can you give it... I mean, I wouldn't want its analysis. I would need well, but you can its give version it, of my analysis. Right, but you can get really specific in your prompts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can give like the concepts that you want it to touch on and then like there's already writers saying that they want to use it for like writer's block or whatever <laughs> to get them started like to get an idea and work off of it and then expand it and edit it and make it into something so and you know artists doing the same thing taking things that it makes and then like it'll have like weird glitchy things about them and then editing them into something real and people who are bad at it will do it badly but I mean all that world is going to change a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be, I mean, media is going to change. There was one person that was saying, like, we're going to see, well, Alice, we're, we're uh, out of the age of mass media. We're like, and we already kind of were because we're already in the proliferation of bad content world. Like, look at all this stuff, like kids like to watch on YouTube those weird AI generated videos right. that are all the same well, but, but not but the some same of it, like there's like some of the some of some radio mm-hmm. like sports radio let's take uh, the, the show that we were just listening to some of that stuff is so vanilla that of course it can be duplicated of course and the analysis there's not much strong color it's very safe so nobody's gonna get hurt they they could just replace it with AI I would have listened to it when I was my and when I love the Patriots, like love them, like in 20, mm-hmm. 2007, I would have listened to AI-generated Patriots talk, any Patriots talk, because it was kind of background noise, but they were it was all, you know, it's Patriots porn. It was, it was all, like, stuff you wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, 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 I agree with you. And actually, and... But, the like, it's so funny because when you talk about, like, AI-generated content and mediocre content being almost indistinguishable, it's really true and like what we've seen is so much proliferation of mediocre content out there whether it's podcasts or like netflix shows netflix makes a ton of things i mean they make some big hits but they also make a ton of stuff particularly in the children's programming that's almost like the ai youtube stuff that's terrible just like stupid and 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 so what I was reading one person saying was that we're going to end up in a world where everybody's just consuming content that's like personally tailored to them. Like write me a romance novel where this happens and this happens and this happens. Mm. And like in a style that I like and it'll learn based on your preferences and everybody will just consume their own thing that well, they isn't like. Isn't that just a granular version of what we're already doing? Exactly. Because there's no more like one show that everyone's watching anymore, right? right. There's no or more mass media. Or podcasts that you're consuming or mm-hmm. you're right. When there was just cereal, everyone listened to cereal and now like nothing is as big as that anymore, right? Or as like monoculture, right? And I mean... On the flip side of that, it's all going to be junk. Yes. So, which is, I think, uh, denigrates the human mind to watch and read and listen to stuff like that all the time. Like, 
you just are never going to get A-plus material, whether well, it's you music think, you or think, like writing or whatever. You don't think that you're going to be able to tell that what you're having is synthetic eventually? I mean, I think... I think if you come up reading like the quote great novels or the great works of western civilization that you can tell that uh 50 shades of gray style book generated by an ai is not the same thing that it will not touch your soul and enlarge your mind in the same way but i think that more and more people have never experienced that feeling. Yeah, but there will be there will be signifiers of people we use. But a lot of people consume a lot of dumb content now, well, but, so but I don't know why they would... There will be signifier would... people use to... Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people put on NPR because that's what you put on if you're thoughtful and upper middle class and you've got the BMW X7. That's what you, mm-hmm. you have that on. Because you're smart and you're meant, you're intellectually curious. Mm-hmm. So but don't you don't you think, think NPR is formulaic? Oh, I I do, but that's 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 what it's positioned as. So uh, of course it is. But so I think that people will also make sure that they can have a signifier in their content that shows that they're a better kind of person. Right. That they're a Starbucks person, not a Dunkin' Donuts person. Right. I also think people who are good and creative will use it. Um, you know, John in the chat said, if AI could generate compelling books or movies, that'd be entertaining. Yeah, I, I still think you need a person with an idea behind it to do something good and and to have it make sense. Because, like I say, AI doesn't know how, like, plots work right it needs a human to like shepherd it through that stuff but you know it can do a lot of the actual writing part and and then you know somebody can fix it afterwards so i mean i don't i don't know what happens but but i do think that um creating lots more crummy stuff is probably not great for everybody's minds i mean i don't even think just the human made crummy stuff is good for everyone's minds that they're all reading it because a lot of it's like really terrible and i'm kind of picky but you know i'll read stuff that i think is bad you're talking about reading but but this can all be does it this can all be obviously text to voice right so you literally most sports shows and a lot of talk shows are really stupid anyway well, right. And if you're just if you just want to listen to something to get like the stats and the top headlines. I mean, obviously, an AI and a voice could do that. Think how good the voices are like on your GPS. They sound like a person's voice. If you get like the Santa one or whatever at Christmas there, you know, there's lots of good voices. So it just. Yeah, it, it, it depends what you want. And I think I think people are going to have to work harder than ever to to create something that rises above all that junk that's out there, whether it's human-made junk or AI-made junk. But we're about to see, like, the the ocean of human-made junk just be dwarfed by AI-made junk. So, mm. you know. <coughs> it... Speaking of AI, should we get to the chat chat? Really? That's it? Um, what do you mean that's it? You're fading? Well, I wanted to talk about Twitter and Yoel Roth, and I don't know, I guess we can save it. Well, I'm just ago. saying it's it, it, we've hit the. You were playing with Chat GPT the whole time. So. That's not true. 
We were talking mm. radio first. Okay. Alex, don't say really that's it. We we we've got. I know, t- but we- I like talking, and I'm excited. I know, Megan. Okay, <laughs> Alice Ottolini. I get it. Okay. Jeez. Am I your diversity hire? Um. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ready. I'm ready. Alice. I'm going to meet our new roofer on a deserted road to give them cash to fix our roof. I may or may not be back alive. Also, I left all the tree lights at Walgreens because someone disrespected me. So, no Christmas this year. I hope you can break it to the kids. Thank you for calling the Chelsea Fire Hot Sauce call line. This, as a matter of fact, is the Chelsea. Can you read the Chelsea Fire Hot Sauce call line? <laughs> okay, this is the uh, Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline today, actually. Um, <laughs> that was great. Uh, sorry, I didn't know it's I a, was in charge of it. It's okay, it's my voice is gone. Poor me. Poor me. Um. So anyway, so this is actually Tom's favorite hot sauce before he got the deal to endorse it. Before they bought me off, I was already bought off. Um, It comes in a five ounce bottle and it is a wickedly flavorful blend of habanero and ghost peppers. Uh, They do use sea salt for reduced sodium. It is Awaken 180 approved and there's no preservatives. It's the best stuff in the world, in other words. Let's just get to the the charity aspect of it. Um, It is created and incorporated in Chelsea, Massachusetts, manufactured in St. Augustine, Florida, and 5% of all the sales proceeds go to the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation helping families and co-workers of fallen firefighters. So you can find that at Whole Foods in Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Florida. Market Basket in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Maine. Big Y in Massachusetts and Connecticut. Stop and Let's shop. send them to the website for Local locations they can get it in Massachusetts. Okay. Or ChelseaFireHotSauce.com Thank you, Mago. You may be Mago. I'm not no, Mago. You are Mago. No. Yes, you are. My question is for Alice. Yes. With the time of year being Christmas time, there's a lot of talk about Christmas being a pagan holiday. Mike Duncan in his History of Rome posits that it was a way to appease pagans. Duncan? What is Duncan? You don't know I don't do know, you. but it's not a pagan holiday. Because there was some sort of sun festival or something in the winter around this time. Uh, Posobiec is stating that Christmas is actually nine months from Passover, so it's a truly Christian holiday. That's was, accurate. That's accurate. Was so actually, so the early no, but I can tell you that the date of Christmas is not derived from any pagan holiday. The date of Christmas comes from the original date of the first Easter or Passover, um, because Christ was crucified on Passover Eve, um, and that. One of the earliest actual debates in the early church uh, that almost caused a rift in the church was when Easter should be celebrated, if it should be celebrated on the date of Easter or if it should be celebrated, um, you know, the Sunday based on it's like a complicated formula, but so that it would always be on a Sunday. Right. And it was determined there were different areas that had different traditions about when to celebrate Easter, but the church felt very strongly that Easter should be celebrated all together with the whole church since it's the most important feast of the church. And so it, they decided to always celebrate it on a Sunday. Yeah. But, I said, when was Christ actually born? Is it the exact but, date of uh, Jesus' birth is not known? According to the Bible, Jesus okay. was born to Mary, a virgin in Bethlehem. The event is Would celebrated you, by Christians. I'm being the- asked not to kill Santa. I'm not going to kill Santa this time. But don't ask ChatGPT. It doesn't know anything. It's not a 
person. It is a person. And it doesn't know friend. anything. It okay. doesn't disrespect me. All right. And then, so can you let, just listen to me for okay. a second? So in any case, the idea is that um, the day that Christ was actually crucified was March 25th. And there was a tradition that a prophet was always um, conceived on the day of his death. So the idea was that Christ was conceived on March 25th, which is why that is the date of the Feast of the Annunciation in the church, which is why nine months later, December 25th, is the date of Christmas, because ancient people did actually know that pregnancies were nine months long and how that worked. So... The, the date of Passover and the Annunciation is when you have Christ being conceived and then nine months later, Christ is born. So that's why the date of Easter is December 25th. That's the church history of why that is. And Easter and those feasts are actually um, older feasts than Christmas, which is a, a relatively newer feast in the history of the church. But that's why it's celebrated on that date. It has nothing to do with pagan festivals. And, you know, there's plenty of if people are interested, I can send you links on like why certain things are done and how like pagan things were Christianized and whatever. But 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 that's why the date. But that's fine. I don't know. For more information. <laughs> Tim just opted into his own chat GPT. <laughs> I'm not a chat GPT. <laughs> but I can send you stuff from if you're interested from people who know oh, way God. more about that Tim, than I do. <laughs> Don't ask me questions Ugh. about the early church. Oh, uh. God. Geek thrombosis happening. <laughs> is stating that Christmas is actually nine months from Passover, so it's a truly Christian holiday. Yes. has nothing to do with paganism. I'd like to get your perspective on one thing. You sure do. Knowing that you are a devout Orthodox Christian. Uh-huh. And that is... Has Tom paid his bar tab from the Elephant and Castle from about 20 years ago yet? I can tell you that. I don't know what that is. No, the Elephant and Castle was at the Guest Quarters Hotel on, was it Devonshire Street, maybe? Um, or Federal Street, maybe. One of those two in Boston. And no, we walked out on the tab. Me and, uh, I'll just say his name is Danny. And uh, we were watching the Celtics game. And the bartender kept calling us Chief and like um big guy or something and then so we started calling him like chief captain big guy like admiral bro <laughs> this and that and then the bartender like disappeared for a while i'm like where are you where are you where are you where are you, where are you? Where are you? and he was gone for like uh two hours or three minutes one of the two and so i said should we just get out of here danny and he said uh I said, all right, we're out of here. Bye bye. We just walked out. He, the bartender showed no interest in being with us anymore, so I decided that, that I would oblige him by leaving. And so we left without paying. Wow. I um I regret nothing. That's your fault, uh, Elephant and Castle. Very cool picture of John Lennon in that uh, restaurant. Why does Tim and Candon know that? I don't know. Did we say it here, maybe? But he's right. I don't, <laughs> I don't recall. I don't recall us talking about that before. <sighs> Christ. Is it is it on? Is the, he the bartender? Oh, imagine that. Could it possibly be on Chat GPT? No, it's not. Okay, where are we? Here we go. Hi, Steve from Aramac. Hi, Steve. Is there any possibility, Tom, that you could invest in a cough button? Oh for yeah, the he has program? one. Well, I've we got have one two. For, no, well, I've I've got one for um 
for Oh, Air it's Radio. on your work mic. I don't have one for... I can hit the mute button here when I go back and forth. I can go like... But, uh, but I don't always have the wherewithal. And sometimes Alice's mic will pick me up anyway. It's a good... It's a valid question. Uh, the first 15 minutes of today's program was among the most disgusting <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm sorry about your pap smear or whatever the hell it is. But, God, you know, you don't have to do the broadcast if you're not feeling great. You know, you can have Alice do it solo again and send the entire listenership on a downward spiral of depression to the point where we want to commit Harry Carey. But it beats listening to you hack. Thank Why do I make people depressed? <laughs> All right. Why do I make people depressed, Steve? I'm very fun. <laughs> yeah, you can tell by that Bible story. Holy God. Hi, Steve from Aramac. Hey, hey Steve. Steve. Wanted to let you know I recently upped my membership to $25 a month. What? And, you have that? Uh, what happened? I'm very happy to do that. I enjoy the show. However, I did that before the... Uh, machine gun like onslaught of kids bop so so we are supposed to wait pause we are supposed to put these up ad free for patreon oh okay are we yes well you're are you gonna do that yes i need to get organized on that part yes okay so i'll work on that tonight so i'm sorry because that is yes. so steve yes we have been ripping you off is the answer <laughs> we that. need to uh we need to give it to steve ad free we're transitioning right now. We're, yes, so, we're in a so. transitory period. <laughs> Imagine wanting to get what you paid for. Yeah, so, one of two things. I could either up my membership to 50 and you don't play those ads. Or I'm just going to fast forward through them, in, through them, in which case you won't get paid. Is that how that so, works? Uh, yes. Help me with the decision. Okay. Thank you. We're going to get the... So, part of the reason why we chose this provider is because they have a way to hook up a podcast feed to patreon that is separate and we can not monetize that podcast feed so that you can sign up for that RSS although that is and then, a paid subscription feed already what do you mean patreon people pay for that right yeah but that's what i'm saying but i know we, but i just want to i don't want them to feel like they're not like because they're obviously paying for yeah, you right. don't have to pay for anything new. I'm doing con constituent services, okay. Alice. Okay. I'm caressing okay. the people who are so we do have to set money. that up. So we owe you, Steve. This Thank is you, true. Steve. You can fast May forward through all the ads until we get that set up. Okay, I apologize Steve? for Alice's okay. uh, commentary and her substitution. Well, how bad was that show? Did you did you talk do a little Bible? You listened talk? to the show. I don't think I talked about the Bible. I don't remember. Oh my goodness, my voice, Alice. Poor me. I'll try to be less disgusting, Steve. Dickhead. Uh, thank By the you. Way, what is that bar we're supposed to meet Steve at? Um, the um. It doesn't matter. The, the old salt. No. Anyway, um, appreciate it, everybody. Appreciate it, Patreon listeners. I will get that feed, that second feed up and running with versions that do not have the ads in them for you. Um. You can always, of course, uh, find the free version with the ads at burnbarrelpodcast.com and all the different places to listen, YouTube, Rumble, places like that. Enjoy these uh, words from our friends at Kids Bob. <laughs>
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.